Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy Oso. And your girl Rocky. What is good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode. Another episode. (laughs) Uh, We took a break in our toxic series. Took a break. Because important things are happening in this country. Yeah. (laughs) You know, some little things. You know. Called an election. Yeah. So welcome to this episode, Election Day, Evolve or Repeat. Right. And uh, before we get into it, we've done a couple. We've done more than a couple. Okay, so with this episode, we want it to be different than our previous episodes. Like this episode, we wanted to look towards the future past Election Day and what we can learn from this election season. Whereas before we were like researching candidates and we were really like in the huh. <laughs> in the huh. You know, in, in the, the trenches with everything going on within the election. Right. So these are our previous episodes. Um, we had voting, rights, change, and corrupt politicians. Mm. I remember that episode. That was good. I don't remember. I, I remember we we went in because we was talking because we was talking about the corruption. We'll get yeah. into a little bit of that, and in terms of like what we don't want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one is vote. Nah, but really though, yeah, we tried to tell people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, voting is hard work. Definitely mm, check that one that out. That one was probably the most beneficial for like. If you're trying to prepare for like voting exactly. and knowing what you need to know, why it's important, mm-hmm. all those different positions, mm-hmm. like all the way from like school board all exactly. the way up until the presidency, like down ballot stuff. We talked exactly. about all that important things locally. So much so that we had to do a voting is hard work part two. Mm. <laughs> you know? Part two on the And that was all before we actually did an official political series. <laughs> yeah. So, within the political series, you know we had to start with America is number one. I would definitely recommend checking that episode out, America is number one, because we actually did the research on where America was number one in, what categories. Right. You'll be surprised. In what categories America wasn't even in the top ten. So, that was definitely a very eye-opening for me. Because, like, I watch documentaries that are based on other countries a lot. So, I see cultures. I see political systems. I see a lot. Standing your mind. Exactly. That's perspective. I like to learn. See, that's, this is why I'm with her. You know? You know what I mean? Thank you, baby. Because <laughs> I can't be with somebody who's just like, well, that's just the way it is. Oh, God. Nah. Revolutionary up in here. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, specifically researching and seeing where America's number one at and where other countries place number one in or top five, top 10 was very eye opening to see how much room America has to grow. So I would definitely check out that episode. Um, we also did why black people need to pay attention to politics. Had so much to say. We had to do black people pay attention to politics. Part two, part two. 
Um, and I think that was it for the political series. Mm. We did do Is Bernie Sanders the Second Coming of Jesus? That <laughs> I was, love that episode. That was a fun one. Um, and that was before <laughs> Super Tuesday. So I mm. haven't listened to it since. <laughs> but that would be interesting. Um, uh, a lot has happened since then. <laughs> you know? So a lot has happened. And some of these past episodes are specific to that specific election. So it lo- no longer matters. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just to get in the mindset of the things that you got to start thinking about um, when it comes to voting, when it comes to our election systems and things like that. Right. So definitely check out those episodes. And mm. while you're at it, subscribe to our YouTube channel and become a member yes. of our Patreon. Yo, the YouTube channel. Let me talk about that for one quick second. Go people. for it. Yo. It's popping, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. Yo, I mean, you're bro, doing I, all the video editing, yeah, so I, you know, say it, baby, say toot, it. Toot, 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 toot my own horn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, for real, like the YouTube channel is great because it does, I, I do some video editing that emphasizes some of the things we talk about on the podcast, mm-hmm. make it a little bit fun visually, yes. uh, just, you know, you see our expressions and, 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 and <laughs> We're talk very to expressive. Right. So if you haven't seen us as we're doing the podcast, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes we talk directly to the camera like I'm doing right now, yeah. um, and sometimes we talk like to each other and we're mm-hmm. looking at each other and we have those genuine interaction moments mm-hmm. um, throughout the course of like our podcast. Yeah. So it's just a different way to connect with us, a different way to see and yeah, to connect with us on a visual level versus just the audio. So check us out. Even if you aren't a YouTube type of person, you're not mm-hmm. somebody who likes being on YouTube all the time, just check us out for a little bit. Give us a subscribe just to show yes. your support. Mm-hmm. You know, that would really help us out Appreciate a lot. Appreciate it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you want to watch the full podcast video, that is only available on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. So definitely become a member. Um, if you subscribe for $7 a month, you get exclusive access to our deep dives that are not available on our audio podcast, nor on YouTube. Right. So we, listen, we doing career changes up in here. We are investing in this show. We enjoy doing it. We enjoy engaging with our audience. That's fun. Yeah. So come out here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. I think that's it for uh, church announcements. You know. Hey, I like that. Because <laughs> we're not paying bills right now. Nah, we ain't paying bills. Right? <laughs> but I like the church announcements. The church announcements. <laughs> Say what's going on. All right. So let's get into today's show. All right. I got that coin. Where's that coin at? It's right oh, there, there it is. All right. I was panicked. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Because I lose it at the beginning of every show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So first segment is two sides of the same coin where we flip a coin, call it, and whoever gets it answers first. That's right. I'm the flipper. You the caller. Heads. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the first question of this segment is, (laughs) why does this election not matter oh yeah this election doesn't matter because if things go on as they are going right now Mm -hmm. we will have another election just as consequential with just as much of the stakes if not more of the stakes on the line and what i mean by that is it's just the logical conclusion of lesser of two isms like if you have one person who is evil and is hell-bent on doing the worst thing possible, 
and you have somebody who's like, I'm not him, but you know, I'm not him. That's your that's whole platform. It. I'm not him. <laughs> I'm not him. Okay, so who are you? What are you doing for the people? Exactly. That doesn't lead the country going in a forward direction. Nope. That leads it always in a damage control direction. Basically. So while they're in power, they fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. We do some damage control and then no progress is made. Yes. That's what you get when there's lesser two evils. If you want something to actually change and for things to actually matter, you have to have an actual positive vision for what the future should be. And the political will mm. to execute it. Sorry, Bernie. You a little punk on that shit. I'm sorry. You yeah, just punked out on it. Exactly. Hey. And if, if you listen to any of our political episodes, you know we were big, big Bernie supporters. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at the end of the day... It doesn't matter about him. Yeah. This is, <laughs> and that was his platform the second time. Not right. me, us. Right. So, <laughs> you know? Like, it, it's it, the policies, right? That's the only reason why I even know of him is the fact that he's he was at least i thought willing to do whatever he could Mm -hmm. to get those policies implemented for the people because they would benefit the majority of people like when you talk about his policies they were mostly universal so that means everybody got those opportunities Mm -hmm. and everybody would get lifted up exactly um but yeah So he compromising a whole bunch now. So again, moving forward, looking forward to Nina Turner, twenty twenty four. My girl Nina. Yes. Please run. Please. Please. She's considering it. I hope so, cause I'm excited. You know, that's my girl. I would, I would literally go. I'd probably be on her campaign, like, or or do something. For sure. And if you don't know about Nina Turner, you better ask somebody. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. She's a preacher's kid. Y'all better oh. know. <laughs> Going to church this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anything else for that answer for you? Uh, no, I mean, that's basically it. Like, it just doesn't matter unless we truly force our elective officials to do what we need to do. And that has to come by... Any any means that you feel they're necessary. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what that is. Some people think it's radical to hold your vote this election. I honestly do not. I think that's what's radical is not those politicians not fighting for your vote. Earning your vote. Exactly. That's right? what I think is you radical. You say you care, and yet you're not doing any and everything to earn everybody's right. vote. If Donald Trump is the next coming of Hitler, like you say he is, why would you not be doing Every last thing possible to get my vote. And I'm talking about the majority of people. Because the majority of people supported Bernie Sanders' policies within the Democratic Party. You can't even object to that. The only reason why we even had conversations about health care for everyone Mm -hmm. in this country is because of that man right there with his um, pushing of Medicare for all Mm -hmm. at this time. And everybody's on board with it, especially now with the pandemic. We exactly. really see having healthcare tied to our employers is it's stupid. Stupid. As fuck. No it other country no damn does that. Sense. <laughs> like it didn't make sense before the pandemic. It damn sure don't make sense now. And I with hope, how many people unemployed? I hope, I hope y'all are thinking about these things now, and it's made clear. Listen to those previous episodes, y'all. America is behind. Way behind. <laughs> Number one, my ass. <laughs> but yeah, that's why it doesn't matter. Until we change, uh, we force that change by mm-hmm. whatever means it, it, 
necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, not selling with you what to do because some people got whole different ranges of what they want to do to make these officials listen. Um, general from general strikes to violence, there are people who are about that life. Like, all right, well, I guess we got to do some things. I'm not one of those people. Uh, in case the feds are listening, <laughs> <laughs> not I. <laughs> no, are we encouraging you to do? No, so? am I? I'm just, I'm just, let, I'm just being real about the reality of there are those folks out you know. there. You know, it, it would be mm-hmm. irresponsible of me to not go down that at least thought process mm-hmm. if we're exploring this um, authentically. Exactly. You know, but yeah, that's why I say it doesn't matter. What about you? I know you got thoughts on this one. I got, I, got, I got a few thoughts. I know you got uh, thoughts uh, on a this. A few one. thoughts. A few thoughts. All right, so number one. <laughs> God damn. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. This election doesn't matter because there are no systemic changes. Thank you. There is not a damn See? thing being done to the government system See? that affects everyone. Like, again, you can see from this pandemic how much it affects mm-hmm. every part of our life. From our healthcare to our housing to our food, like everything, transportation, everything. There's no systemic changes whatsoever. Whatsoever. Especially, like you said, moving forward, progression. How can we grow? How can we improve? There's no systemic changes. It's like three steps back. Half a step forward. <laughs> basically. <laughs> like Again, we not, not, we not, not Trump. Right, right. Yeah, not Trump, basically. <laughs> that's, like, that's terrible, yo. Trump is like two and a half steps. And and, and they're like, all right, well, look. We'll, we aren't as that bad. We'll just take a uh, half a step back. So uh, we're three steps back. And then maybe a progressive will get in there. Uh, every 50 years or so. And then bring us one step forward. And then we're going back again. It's like, yo, do we want actual progress in this country? Do we? Because <laughs> we sure don't act like it. It's terrible. Especially the Democratic Party. I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, baby. Keep going. All That's right. That's number one. Number one. <laughs> the second reason why this election doesn't matter is because we are repeating the same damn mistakes. Cycles. <laughs> the same damn mistakes. Like, we have learned absolutely nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, I'm gonna clip that. You, like, <laughs> we have been in this election. Like, millennials have been aware of this election process probably since Obama. Right. But some people Basically were since the end of Bush, like since the first crash. Yes, but but again, because that crash was so significant, yeah. people have been like coming into awareness with Bush. Some mm-hmm. people were aware with Gore. Losing mm-hmm. the election because of le- electoral yeah. college. When you think about it, it's been a lot of fuck shit for you so know? long. So it's like... We kind of tired of it. With, <laughs> just repeating the same mistakes. And that whole lesser of two evils and this whole, um, oh my gosh, it's Trump. Anything but Trump. I vote blue no matter who and all this bullshit. I hate that saying. Listen. Everything that Trump has done, except COVID, because we weren't in a pandemic, <laughs> Mm-hmm. has already been done in America. Right. Maybe not to the same extent, but it's been done. Learn your history. So again... It's different people. Right. So, <laughs> but it's the same extent. But it goes back to exactly <laughs> what you were saying. Because if the systems aren't the same, we just switching up like the oppression... If um, the systems are the same. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. The systems are the same. My mm-hmm. bad. Thank you. <laughs> if the systems are the same, then we're just switching up who gets oppressed depending on... Uh, 
the time of uh of of when you're existing. So it's like, all right, at one point the natives got it. Mm-hmm. Black people, we always get yeah. it. Now Hispanics and Latinx folk are getting it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, it's because the system's the same. Exactly. We always need people to fill the prisons. We always need somebody to arrest. We always need somebody to to lock up because of drugs. That White we need folk to need to blame somebody. It's always these <laughs> systems that you get to take advantage of other people for because it'll make you money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, those are the systems we need to break apart or they're just going to continue. Like exactly. you were saying. Exactly. Ain't shit going to change. It's exactly. going to be just another person like, okay, well now, now it's going to be trans folk. Now it's going to be like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's always, always going to be somebody exactly. who could be oppressed. So how about we stop oppressing people? You know, Jesus. Just a, just a thought, you know. Maybe dismantle those systems. Same. And my last thought as to why this election doesn't matter. Everybody is gung-ho about the democracy is at stake because of Trump. Huh. Listen. Is that what? The democracy has been failing. Talk about it. Because the democracy <laughs> is supposed to have people who represent all of us. And we are not represented. We haven't been represented in a while. And I'm not talking about cultural figureheads, okay? Yeah, I'm tired of that. I am talking about policies that actually benefit and grow and nurture and ground the American people. Again, look at the policies in other countries. Look at how they're taking care of their citizens. America ain't doing shit. Hasn't been doing shit. And I would also like to say mm-hmm. our election system is bullshit as well. Oh, yeah. Because the reason Trump is in office that is because cool. democracy failed. Right, in the first place. <laughs> like, that doesn't happen. Him getting in office doesn't happen in an actual democracy unless the population is that stupid. Which, let's be honest, some of us are. Well, again, look at our education system. Ain't nothing being done about that. Again, cycles continue. Lack Systems. of education. Yep, that's another system. Leading to a lack of informed uh, electorate, leading to them making an informed decision about who to elect, leading to less education being funded, and then leading to the cycle continuing. Whereas other countries <laughs> are like, hmm, the children are the future people of this country. So maybe. And we want to do better with our so country. So maybe. So maybe hmm. we should make sure they get the best education that they can, the where they're constantly striving towards growth. Get out. So then our country keeps advancing. No way. What do you say about that? Not America. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Whew. Sorry. Uh, this is a sarc- sarcasm overload. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for the next question? Yeah. I-, right. I think y'all got that, our point on that you one. It's going to be some repeated points right. on here just so you yes. know. Yes. Just because the same cycles keep continuing, we got to repeat the same points. You know, <laughs> and apparently people don't know about this because they're still like, Biden is better. And I'm like... That ain't enough. Again, majority of people <laughs> are against Trump. Yes. That is established fact. He has his supporters. We are not one of them. So yeah. So if you even coming on here, well, I guess y'all want Trump. Just no, uh, uh, no, shut up. No, no. Not Majority either. of people are against Trump, but that does not mean we're for Biden. Again, right. what is Biden doing to push us forward? Besides not being Trump, I get that he's not Trump. I don't want Trump. We already know that already. Is everyone knows that? <sighs> you have to demand more, and yes, your vote is your leverage. Because you think they're going to listen to you when they already have your vote because you automatically have given it to them? 
Yeah. Why do you think they would listen when they didn't listen before? Make that make sense, people. If you automatically give your vote every single time to a Democrat, they will never have to earn it. They will never do anything that you are asking They'll for. They'll take it for granted like they're doing right now. They'll say they need it, but do they really? Mm. Like I said, if, if this is ex- existential as you say it is, you would be doing everything to get my vote versus shaming me because it's so existential. Like if I say, man, I need water to survive and you have water and I'm saying, if you give me, I'll give you my vote if I give you water, you're saying, so you're not going to feed your family? You're not going to you're not gonna provide for your family? I'll give you this water, but only after you vote for me. It's like, okay, well, I gave you my vote. Did you give me the water? No. Nah, you got to wait another four years. Let's talk about Flint. Literally, water. Yeah. See, those is just a little metaphor. No, literally, water. Shit, let's talk about uh, Standing Rock. Water. Destroyed their water. Because of America hasn't learned yeah. anything, anything, yeah. repeating the same goddamn mistakes Over from centuries ago. Hasn't learned a damn thing. Why? Because we don't acknowledge any of the history within this country. So much so that in these fucked up school systems, they are changing the history. Oh, yeah. To make it seem like <laughs> history was kind on not only the, the founders, but those who uh, came after them and made it seem like everything that they did was great. America is um, fucked up and has a fucked up history. Yeah, you can't you can't develop truly as a country or as a person if you ignore parts of yourself that aren't the best. That's how you improve. Um, yeah, it, it goes down to every almost living organism's need to survive. Like you improve or you die. Like you grow or you die. Mm-hmm. You adapt or you, you die. You evolve. Yeah. That's that's just the truth. So if this country is going through its death because it refuses to evolve, then there's absolutely nothing that can happen other than that. Mm-hmm. You have to. Those are the choices. Unfortunately, I'm all about the evolution. You know, you can either evolve or die. You can't survive. We can't survive in this climate mm-hmm. like that. It's just impossible. Literally, this climate. <laughs> going back to this again again uh what is biden doing <laughs> oh he very he made it very adamant that they will not stop fracking which is really dumb i don't know if people have looked into it but whatever it's it's that's just not terrible. helping climate change that's making it worse and it also is terrible for like the land around the region where they are fracking mm-hmm. um the water gets polluted mm-hmm. the area gets polluted not to mention that a lot of times they've done research on it. They're causing like earthquakes because they're going deep into the drilling, deep into the earth mm-hmm. and just causing so much. <sighs> you like have to pump stuff in to get stuff out. And mm-hmm. that's how fracking even comes, comes about. It's just not good for the planet, period. And we have an abundant energy source that we look at every fucking Sun, morning. Every morning. Water. Shit, wind, abundant. So it's just a lack of will to to move towards renewable energies because I I understand that it will be a shift and it might be difficult, but it's something that can and would be can be done and would be beneficial for the majority of people. 
for almost everybody. Renewable energy. Think about that. That's the futuristic shit that we was thinking about when I was a kid. But it's also like, what is the alternative? Dying. Evolve or die. <laughs> because, and that's the thing, the planet will survive. Humans will not. Right, because the planet is evolving by getting us off the fucking surface. You know, it's a virus. <laughs> y'all need to go. Like, oh, y'all, y'all over here fucking shit up. Get off my, get off. Mm-hmm. Mm, y'all a little, mm-hmm. y'all a little too much. All right, let's go into this next question. Yeah, we just went off on a tangent. <laughs> this is a very uh, triggering and uh, passionate episode. Where'd I put that? Did I, did I lose it again? Goodness, baby. Well, there's another one. I know, but I don't like that other one. Oh. I just have to use this one for now. So I find it. Oh, I found it. <laughs> ah, got it. Got it. Oh, baby. <sighs> you good? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the next question is. Oh, call it. Heads. Damn it. Hey. Okay. You got. You got this one. All right. So the next question is. What do Black Americans actually want? Hmm. What do they want? <laughs> Systemic changes. Mm, thank you, Lord. They all may not be aware of this, but we have repeatedly known that we cannot survive in the system as the system was not made for us. So the fact that we keep begging for approval and trying to survive in the system, it's no. Because, <laughs> and stay with me, you cannot address our oppression until you address classism. Facts. Because this country is the economic power that it is because of our enslavement. On the backs of our labor. Facts. So you cannot do anything addressing us and our liberation without addressing the entire system. Yeah. I agree. So that's just one. <laughs> the next thing black Americans want is reparations. Mm-hmm. Now, nice. some people say this because one, we were promised 40 acres and a mule never got it. Two, yeah. other minority groups have received reparations, including yep. Jewish people from the Holocaust that weren't even in America at the time. I understand. I'm not even mad at it. I'm just like, you know? if you have that capacity, then run it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's that? <I, Asa? laughs> I would say the reason why I'm not gung-ho for reparations is because through assimilation, black Americans are highly individualistic. So I don't know if we would invest that in black America. I think we would just blow it on... Uh ourselves there's also yes there's also a lack of financial literacy and money management oh for sure so i worry that it's gonna be on flashy shit that doesn't survive a generation like my main thing with reparations is to build better for our future generations for our children and our grandchildren yeah for the community for black america uh, yeah i want there to be a whole bunch of black wall streets just exactly everywhere. exactly little africa is just you like know, you got Chinatown, little italy self-sufficient, i want a little africa just yeah like okay little we can black survive america. now like, we yeah. have equal resources now that's all i want you know so our own neighborhoods our own policemen our own exactly our own policemen we ain't gonna call them that you know, peace officers <laughs> peace officers you know you know 
I own therapists, dentists, doctors. Exactly. Like what we was doing before. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I think that's what I would want. And I don't know if everybody has that vision nor effort or will to mm. put the work in to make that happen. Um, so I don't know how reparations would impact us. And I don't know how much it would damage us. Like, I don't know, like, they could give us that money and it's gone and it's like, okay, we got our reparations and now we're still in the same place. That is my fear. Yeah. You know, so I would rather have reparations come in the changing the entire system, providing us with equal resources. So it's it's more tangible than it is money. It's actual, like, instead of giving us money to build a mental health practice and a, and a Tulsa and stuff, it's established. Now I wouldn't want white people like deciding all these things. I need black leaders to come right. together and decide these things. However, how are we choosing those black leaders? Because eh, it's been problematic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know? So it's, it's a lot larger conversation, but people just want what they're owed, you know? For and sure. I get it. I get it. Because, again, we built this country. Yeah. We're owed some shit. Like, a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. I would also say... All that free labor. And all that torture. All that <laughs> pain and suffering. On and, top of the and, free labor. And see, that's my thing, is we need healing. Right. Like, that one is the number one... Yeah, number one thing that black Americans need. We need some healing. Right? Um, but I would also say... At this point, centuries later, where they have paid reparations to other minority groups and we still haven't gotten it, I have given up on getting it. Mm. Because again, I'm no longer asking them for anything. I'm building within my own. I'm tired of asking. Yeah. They don't give a shit about us. I'm done. Mm. So that's my stance. Let's see. What else? What else? Oh, uh, I mentioned it earlier. Black Americans want cultural representation. However, they uh, a lot of people fail to decipher cultural representation, i.e. they look black, i.e. they have examples of black culture within their demeanor. And if they're actually doing anything to help black America, because let's remind you, <laughs> the first wave of the Black Lives Matter protests was during Obama. Yeah. Flint, Michigan was during Obama. Mm -hmm. Standing Rock, too. Right. Uh, like, did Obama do anything to eliminate the private prisons? Did Obama do anything he to... He started releasing people, non-violent drug offenders. Like, like later? At the end of, the mm -hmm. end of his term. Right but, before Trump was about to get in. But again, releasing offenders versus destroying the system. That's what I'm saying. Little ticky-tack shit versus systemic change. Exactly. Because if you do ticky-tack shit, guess who could come back in there? The greater evil and then continue to do the same shit. Because the system hasn't changed. So, you know how they always say, and people roll their eyes about this shit, like how, well, Obama had um, people at the border too, right? Mm -hmm. That's the system. Yes. That's a system designed to keep and detain people mm -hmm. and to have not to not make immigration process smooth. Exactly. That's still in place. Mm -hmm. So when somebody who is more of a fascist and more of a racist and a xenophobic person like Trump comes along, mm -hmm. guess what he can do with that system? The system's already in place. Exactly. 
It's been, like driving it's a highway. Like if you have a, a road that leads to uh, a hospital, mm-hmm. like you are creating a system that allows for people to get through that shit quickly. If you don't, you are allowing people to pot- potentially die because you don't have a system in place to make things happen automatically. Mm-hmm. Once you have somebody, a system in place, it makes everything easy, but it can go in the right direction or the wrong direction. So that same road can be used for fucking drag racing. <laughs> if you set it up that way, if you remove the hospital and then, I don't know, install a fucking more tracks and then have like seating or whatever, you can have racing down that road. It all depends on what you want to do with the system. But if the road's there, it's already in place. So the system is what matters. If we have so many fucked up systems, which we do, in this country, then when somebody who has a malicious intent gets into office, it's a rat. You can use the police, you can use the military, you can use whatever you want to do whatever the fuck you want to do. The systems existed. Again, Trump is a result of the system working. Right. So... Systemic change is not just like a talking point. It's the way to actually change things. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get that through our heads and we <laughs> keep looking at symbolic little changes on the individual level, like, oh, the first black woman vice president. Oh, the first this. Oh, the first that. That's cool. I want systems. Mm-hmm. I want there to be places and spots where we can flourish for generations versus having tokens and by tokens, I mean just one example every it's 10 that, years. And, and that's where I don't care about first anymore. Because yeah, I'm like, nah. first means you're the first in a white system. And I'm like, exactly. I'm tired. I just want us. I want to be left the fuck alone, exactly. have equal resources, and build us up. <laughs> the very definition of you saying first means what you just said. That you are you had to, you broke through a white system. And I understand that how that can seem as like, oh my God, you did it. You broke through the white system. But then you have to realize you're still in the system. Yeah. Like, nah, I'm going to be over here outside of that system (coughs) building up my people. You know, that system in itself is not designed for you. We know this. Who said it? James Baldwin? (sighs) I'm not even sure. I'm sure he said something along those lines. (laughs) (laughs) Like, somebody said it. I don't want to misquote him, but I don't know. I forget, but it's a prominent quote out there. Like, yes, we were not meant to be in the system. At all. It's, it's working efficiently, but it wasn't made for us. <laughs> right. So, yeah, the first of these things aren't good. They're not good enough. So, yeah, think, think systemically when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. Just please do. Yes. Don't think about individual little shit. That don't matter. <sighs> Did you... Uh, uh, what do black Americans actually want? Did you have a response um, to that? I think we want all those things you said for sure. We want those. But I think most of all, we want a safe space, mm. a, a safe place to thrive, Yo. you know? Yes. Because I feel like now that we're relearning stuff with the uh, advancements of technology and, and just imagination, the internet, the internet Lovecraft Country, hey. uh, you know, <laughs> Black Panther, Watch, baby. Watchmen, all these. Uh, creatives Mm -hmm. putting our story on a new medium so that we can digest it and then maybe reflect and think about things in a different way Mm -hmm. um we're learning about our black wall streets and we're learning about like all the greatness yeah all the greatnesses that we have within us Mm -hmm. 
And that was back then during that time when there was so much stacked up against us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also learning about what happened to us. And it's, it's kind of like a grieving process. And it's like learning that you had all the power in the world and that it was taken away from you. Mm-hmm. It is hurtful. It is painful. But I think learning from those lessons, we can develop systems to protect ourselves physically, you know, with arms or whatever it may, may be, with our own group of, of black folk who are ready and willing to defend their community no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but also financially, like how we did in the past. Um, communally. Like, being able to actually trust one another, know each other's neighbors, be able to work things out, you know, and not kill each other at the, at the slightest disagreement. You know, we want a safe space for ourselves. And I think that includes what you were talking about earlier, like the healing as well. Mm-hmm. We need that healing. Mm-hmm. That healing is so crucial to us being able to be at peace within. Yes. And um, with each other. Within each other, uh, with ourselves mm-hmm. and with each other within our community, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that's what we really want. I know that's what I want. I would love that. If I could so, see that before I have children, or if I could set that up and establish that mm-hmm. um, before or while I ha- I'm having children, that would be uh, that would be amazing, you know. But I will say, I will be retiring abroad to a black oh, yeah. or brown country. Yeah, I'm out this black or brown country I'm because done. I'm done trying to make America a safe place for me. Right. As a black American. I say all these things very aspirationally, mm-hmm. but I am not given the track record of everything. I'm not saying I'm giving up hope or giving up the fight. I'm going to keep fighting until the day I die. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm saying I don't know if it's going to happen within my lifetime mm-hmm. or not. And me getting away mm-hmm. or going to Africa or some other place is not me fight, stopping the fight for justice. It's me saying passing the baton, basically. Exactly. You know because I mean? we deserve peace. Because, yeah, that's the thing. Like, those who fight, those who are revolutionaries, blah, 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 it's taught that we're supposed to be um, selfless and um, martyrs almost. Mm. And I think that's what fucks us up. Because mm-hmm. martyrs are seen as, like, things that you are plastered on and they are seen as symbols that we're supposed to, like, praise. And then those lessons are supposed to be passed on through that martyrdom versus... Mm-hmm. Us thinking of every generation, mm-hmm. it is your responsibility to yes. advance the next generation. It's not on one person. Oh, Martin Luther King. Okay, who's going to be the next Martin Luther King? No, 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 motherfucker. You are the next Martin Luther King. Exactly. Every day of your life when you go step out there and you see some fucked up shit happening to your people, you are the next Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, depending on what the fuck's going on. <laughs> shit. I mean, now nah, bounce my ass. <laughs> I'm more Malcolm Luther By any means. You know? I love that. And it and it's living in a purpose. A purpose of giving back to your community, building up your community, using your talents and gifts, but to do that. Right. Like, it's not just about you. You right. ain't the only person in this world. And again, it can look in different ways. If you're an artist, use your art mm-hmm. for good. I mean, you see what we are creating out here. <laughs> right. Huh. We, we have certain knowledge. Like, we got... A, a thirst for knowledge just in general, just the way mm-hmm. we are. But we also got some fucking degrees under our belt, you know. Not to brag, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Black therapists are dope. <laughs> and from an HBCU. You no, know, Hampton University. Shout out to a- the real HU. My home by the sea. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but if you're somebody who like makes money in other ways, mm-hmm. invest your money. You can make your, your financial contributions 
to other black folk and and contribute to the community. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that you cannot be of service. It's just like what degree can you do or you feel comfortable doing. But more importantly, and this is what I want to stress, it's like it is not all on you. We are a motherfucking tribe. Whether we like it or not, we are in this shit together. Mm -hmm. Because them motherfuckers are all, all together on one accord. So fuck all that division shit. We could disagree, and then you can go over there, and I can go over here, and we could do our own thing. And then when we do need to meet up, we meet the fuck up, Mm -hmm. and we do what we need to got to. We need, we do what we need to got. We do what we need that to do, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's it. Like we're gonna do it, and we're gonna execute because we have to protect our community. Mm -hmm. We don't gotta get along all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. That shit. That's that other thing pissed me off. Like Like, we we don't gotta agree with everything. Yeah. Even if we black. We still we, different we, people, different we, values. We in a tribe, but that does not mean like there aren't subsections of said tribe. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. What's All next? All right. Next one. <laughs> you want to flip it? Let's flip it. You want me to call it or you call it? It's on you. Tails. <laughs> nope. Damn. Okay. So wait. Is it two one? You one? Yeah, I'm up. I'm okay. Up All right. So, our last question of this segment is, what are the flaws within our election systems? Oh, thank God I got this one. Okay, so let me break this motherfucker down. Break it down, baby. All right, so first off, we have um, a two-party system. Let's start with that. Like, (laughs) excuse me. The fact that we have a two-party system is fucking ridiculous because... Two ideologies within a popular um, uh, country with a population of over like one hundred and what? Now we're like three hundred, three hundred, three hundred and sixty something million. Yeah. Like that's not gonna happen. There's too many people. There's too many opinions. As you can see, there's a large spectrum of of people from the far right to the somewhat far left. I don't even think it ain't, <laughs> it ain't even that far left if you ask me. But far right, damn, we getting up there. <laughs> we getting all the way to the right, god damn it. Um but those two spectrums are are the only things being represented or at least uh polarized in that way. Mm-hmm. So so many people are left in between mm-hmm. and they don't even know where they fit in a lot of times. Cause I know a lot of people who consider themselves conservative but have a lot of the same values as I was call is progressive mm-hmm. but because of the label of liberal mm-hmm. or progressive mm-hmm. or on the left mm-hmm. you were like i don't want to associate with that same thing with some people on the right so that's why a two-party system shouldn't be in place you should have multiple parties representing multiple ideologies and then they should have coalitions within those parties so where you can work together kind of like what i was saying just mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. We don't got to fucking like each other, but where we can work together, let's work together. Mm-hmm. And that way, nothing's fucking grounded to a halt like how you see right now, where it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, no, I'm not going to do shit on climate change. Or I'm like, I want to do everything on climate change. It's like, you're stupid, like the people on the right, on this on this end. It's like, you're not even trying to do anything about this huge issue. So it's like... Exactly. They be all like, we don't want to do that, but have no plan on what to no do. But no plan. So that's the problem. If you can do that and say no plan, and then that's your side... Then the other side is is bound to have to come to you because nope. they because they have more power. So they're like, all right, well, fine. Can okay. we just do this little thing? This little thing. Send about the flip. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> Progressives are getting in, baby. They getting in the office. I'm excited. Yeah, but yeah, so it's like that doesn't work. We need to create coalitions, multiple parties. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that's number one. Other thing is the way we even elect people. We need to be having 
uh, a different way of electing people through ranked choice motherfucking voting. Ranked choice voting. Oh, Tell so, the people what ranked choice voting is. So we broke this down in uh, another episode. One I'm not the, sure I which one. I don't know which one. But it's cool. I'll break it down um, for you guys now. And I'm using an example because it's the easiest way to explain it. So we have three candidates running for uh, for an election, right? Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders... Joe Biden and Donald Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is the fuck out of here. You already know you're not gonna vote for him. You're black, all right? <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody. Shout out to Kanye though. <laughs> Trying. <laughs> you want to vote for Bernie because you like his policies, but you're not sure if he could beat Donald Trump, which was the excuse that a lot of people used in the primary. I'm still pissed off about y'all for, uh, for that, but it's cool. This is not, not nothing to do with the example. You know, if you vote for the person you want, then that person could beat, I'm just... But I understand because you're in a two-party system. You think that you only have that one choice. So if you think, man, Joe Biden is the only one who could beat Trump, I got to go for Joe Biden. Even I though I agree understand. with all the policies of Bernie Sanders. Again, I gotta throw all that that's away. that, uh, let me not do anything to change things. Right. <laughs> so that's how it would normally work but when you have ranked choice voting you get to rank those three candidates in mm-hmm. order of which one you prefer so if you like bernie sanders as your number one you can put him as number one but if the number of people who also voted for bernie sanders like around your area like you know in that california for us bernie um, won california <laughs> he definitely did but let's say if he didn't then your second choice your second choice would have been joe Biden. i'm assuming then your second choice would go up to your to be number one because it reached like the second round of eligible votes, like that cap, mm-hmm. like that threshold. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, that's how it goes. You choose the first choice that you have, and you choose the person that you actually want. If that person isn't eligible, then the next person on your list will go up in order, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So you can always choose the candidate that you actually want mm-hmm. instead of choosing the lesser of two evils, three evils, four evils. Shit, it could be 6,000 evils. But if you know which one you want, and you know that other people want that one person, then it's like, whatever, I don't care. I can vote for that person, and I can be guilt-free about it because I know my safety candidate or whatever at the third spot, will just get bumped up if my first choice doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. It takes mm-hmm. away that stupid dynamic of, oh, the red pill or the blue pill, which one you going to do, motherfucker? <laughs> it's like, nah, there's a lot of choices in between. I could hop in the Matrix and out the Matrix a little bit, you know what I mean? Can I slip and slide in that bitch? <laughs> well, I got to be all in, huh? Shit, I don't want no holes in my goddamn neck. Anyways... <laughs> A little off track. Y'all who like the Matrix, y'all understand. <laughs> but what do you say? What do you think are the flaws in our election system as it stands right now? All right, so you already mentioned two. Mm-hmm. I would also oh, go... Yeah. I left some for you, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will also go on to say the qualifications of the candidates. Mm. Now, this is a good one. I didn't think about it, but it's so obvious. Why don't we have... Oh, that's good. Psych evaluations? Ooh, medical... Medical. Talk about it. Taxes. Ooh. <laughs> like, oh, why don't oh. we... Oh, my God. You're so right. Like, <laughs> and, and, and the fact that Trump was able to divide a country within his campaign, oh. like, that shouldn't be presidential quality. Like, if you're trying to divide the country, you're president. You should be for every single person in this country. Like, that shouldn't have even... You're not... Nope. You're excused. Like, yeah. the fuck? <laughs> 
But yeah, we need some outside of 35. What are the actual qualifications for president? I forgot, but 35 is one of them. Mm-hmm. You have to be that age. And then I think it's either like military or some kind of political office. I Things are changing now because, again, Trump, Yang. Yeah, no. Well, see, the problem with Trump was like he set up a lot of the things that like were qualifications for being president were mm-hmm. like guidelines. They weren't written in stone. Um... You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you walk in somebody's house... You take off your shoes. There's not like a fucking rule like on the um, mm-hmm. front door that says, mm-hmm. if you step in this motherfucker with your shoes on, I'm going to blow you away. <laughs> like, there's no rule that says that. No. But it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you go into somebody's house, you take off your shoes, usually. If you're listening to this and you don't know that, I'm judging you. <laughs> well, sweetheart, not everyone grew I'm up with kidding. those cultural standards. <laughs> I understand that it's a cultural standard. I'm kidding standard. a little bit, but a little bit serious. <laughs> Not everyone has it. What song is that? That's Roddy Rich. I don't know. All right. (laughs) So another thing that's a flaw within our system is the fact that election day is not a federal holiday. People have off and can actually go to the polls. Mm -hmm. That is a means of voter suppression. I agree. I mean. And voter suppression is also a flaw within our election (laughs) system. We just keep look at the southern states. Look, we just keep this shit going. <laughs> so many goddamn flaws. And again, the fact that we know these things, we're not like political analysts. It's just so fucking obvious. So fucking It's just obvious. a lack of will to actually do something because the people in power are benefiting from the fact that we don't vote. Exactly. <laughs> they don't want change because they don't actually represent you. They don't actually care about your interests. They care about their interests. And going into super PACs. <laughs> Damn. I told you I had a list. <laughs> you wouldn't lie. Yeah. Uh, so super PACs is a flaw within our election system because if oh, the man. candidates are receiving corporate funding, they don't give a damn about what you want. Right. Once they get into office using your votes, they will then uh, only cater to their corporate interests, meaning they will put the money in a pocket <clears throat> and change whatever policy to benefit the corporations. Facts flaw within the election system because our candidates that we're voting for don't actually represent us at all all about that money you see you got bailed out right you see who still hasn't gotten another stimulus check look at other countries look at what they're doing for their people you say america can't do it we're the richest country in the world why the fuck can't we and if we're the richest country in the world why the fuck are people suffering Corporations doing fine now. You know, I think stock market chilling. I think the stock market was looking alright the other day. Uh, what's up, Amazon? Jeff Bezos, how you doing over there? Oh, you <laughs> made more money over the pandemic. More money, crazy. Yeah, I be trying not to get money to him. Mm-mm. It's hard though. He got everything. He got everything. God he damn. started off with books, y'all. Amazon. Just, <laughs> you talk about monopoly on the market. He just Jesus. gobbling up money. You know. I thought Walmart was on it. Shit. Ugh. He said, oh, all right, y'all got that little retail. Okay. Yeah, but I'm online, oh, yeah. <laughs> what about that online, though? Lock Ugh. that shit up. Another flaw <laughs> is the Electoral College. Yeah, that's true. We've had multiple elections now where one candidate won the popular vote, meaning people actually voted for him, and then the Electoral College voted for someone else, and that was the person who became president. How. If the people voted for this person, how did the people not get who they wanted? Fake-ass democracy. The Electoral College needs to be eliminated. Abolished. Done. 
It no longer serves the purpose that it started out with. And the starting out factor was stupid, <laughs> stupid in my opinion, anyway. Very stupid. Yeah. It was it was based on, you know, sizes of the states and the smaller states didn't want to be outvoted by the bigger states and all that stuff. But you got to think about it. if the smaller states now have a larger say than the bigger states, then you're disenfranchising more people. And that doesn't make what sense. What does the size of the state have to do with the fact that the whole nation is voting? You know, if you live in a certain state. And again, you can control your local laws, Mm -hmm. then I'm not going to object to any of those things. But if we, on a federal, national level, Mm -hmm. agree like, yo, marijuana, we good with it. Like how the polls say, over 60% of the country says we should legalize it right now. (laughs) And people are excited for Biden's decriminalization. I'm like, you know what we have with Bernie, right? Right. Like legalization. Y'all settling motherfuckers. Yeah. Settling. But yeah, if, if if we all decide that, then okay, then you personally do not have to have that um in your area of your house, but uh, your house. it's allowed. Exactly. So I'm saying like it's I'm not allowed. Going to jail for nothing. <laughs> 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 so glad I live in California. Be yeah. smoking every day. I'm a smoker right after this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> all right. So my last thing, and I believe the last part of this segment, we've been going longer on the oh, two yeah. sides. Oh yeah. The last video I put up, not this last one, but I did the other batch. Like, just because our episodes are getting longer, we're just talking more, having good conversations. Yeah. Hope you're hanging in there, kicking it with us. You know. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, just because of that, I've had to, like, make the clips longer on YouTube. Speaking of which, subscribe once again. Subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe. Um, okay, so the last thing I would say, and somebody else brought up this point when I was talking about it, Ooh, okay. um, was our primary system. The fact that smaller, more moderate states vote first. You're so right about that. And by the time they get to other states, some candidates have already dropped out is an issue. Right. Like. Like We had so many good candidates. Well, we had that many. But we had some good candidates. mm -hmm. Yang and Bernie in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have liked to see Marianne Williamson Williamson as well. People aren't ready for her, but I was excited for her voice to be heard. Yes, I I wanted to hear more of her voice, basically. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't honestly want her to be president. That's just me. Um, I want some of her values. Yes, but I wouldn't mind some of her, like, just perspectives being shared on a Mm -hmm. national stage more because those views, I think, are, yeah, they're not usually Mm -hmm. heard, and it could open people's eyes to a lot of things if they were to hear them. Yeah. Um, so that being said, so it needs to, the primary election needs to be all in one day, just like the regular general election. Right. Um, and that also needs to be a federal holiday so people can come vote. Again, if they actually wanted people to come out and vote, they would do things to make that happen. Mm -hmm. They don't want you to vote. They don't want you involved in politics. Can you please read between the lines, people? Yeah. And they also don't care about you financially. This pandemic also proved that, so. (laughs) <laughs> or your health, yes. Or and, that. And before Jeez. you get into Trump, look at your state. Look at what your governor was doing. Look at what your mayor was doing. I saw the breakdown of government so much mm-hmm. within this pandemic. Yep. I'm like, oh yeah, because your government can be saying your governor may be saying one thing, your mayor may be saying another. Like, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Ugh, it'd be issues. Um, you reminded me of something. Oh, the uh, debates. These moderators are bullshit 
these leading questions, fucking giving more candidates specific time than others. And it's just, these news organizations are biased as fuck. So, like, yeah, I don't... Yeah, the news, like, the mainstream news is so trash because they ask the same things. And it's like, they their perspective is so narrow. They, they have corporate interests as well. It's, uh, it's, it's really disappointing that you can't hear about actual things going on in the country. You just hear like a repeated loop about, mm-hmm. and then they do this thing where they're like arguing with each other, like it's sports. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's very disappointing. I can't watch that shit no more. But specific with the the debates, I was just like, uh Yeah, and they try to recreate that that fighting match. Exactly, that's what they do with the questions. They're and not to yeah, I would us. I would not answer those questions. Some of those questions, I'm like, you're leading it, and this is bogus. right, just so we can have that stupid interaction. Exactly, it's like I'm not answering uh, this, but I will answer with policies, right? <laughs> because no. I would be like, so Trump, we already know Trump is trash. Uh, done with that we're point. Done with that. Moving on. So we're going to talk about what we're going to do. What exactly. the goal is, what the, Plans, the plan policies. is for us to actually advance this nation and improve the lives of every American, regardless of your race. But yes, there are certain people who have had it worse. So we're going to target those communities and invest in them more mm-hmm. and first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to leave any community hanging. Exactly. That's what you should be fucking saying. I mean. Instead of just being like, Trump bad. Nigga, we know. Who don't know that by now? I knew that before he got elected. You know? I was trying to tell y'all about Bernie the first time. Anyways. <laughs> well, that's all for two sides of the same coin. Whew. All right. <laughs> We're going to be back, y'all, with some either or. Yes. Both <laughs> and. Because if you haven't noticed, (laughs) there are a lot of nuances and complexities to humanity (laughs) and government. So either or both and is meant to stimulate that polarized thinking that you already have that this country tries to encourage you into thinking. Mm -hmm. It's like only this or that. Exactly. Only (laughs) Democrats. Only Republicans. Right. Don't don't think about anything else. Both and. Mm-hmm. There is more to the spectrumed life. Yeah, than everything that. is not black or white. That gray area right there—that's where they don't want you to see. But that's where the—that's where the magic happens, baby. Exactly. But all right, we'll be back. Thank all you right. for listening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all in the next segment, y'all. All right. Peace and love for now. <laughs> all right, welcome back. It's so real, family, to our next segment. Either or, both and. Uh, so I believe Oso won the coin toss. Oh, believe it, baby. So he will be answering the questions first. Remember, either or means you have to choose, and you will hear both of our choices before going into the explanation. Right. The point, so that you can choose those polarizing sides that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Very relevant when it comes to this episode. (laughs) All right, well, let's uh, let's get to it. Hit me with the first one. All right, so the first question is, mm-hmm. Democrats will always be the lesser evil than the Republicans. True or false? Mm. No, they will not. Okay, true or false? False. <laughs> Look. I said no. What does no equate to? False. You over here trying Listen, to... Listen, it wasn't a yes or no. You know what I mean? It was that's that, that's that binary thinking. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I say true. Why do you say false? I say it's false because um, parties switch. Hmm. 
party switch. And I think this is something that the Republicans hate to deny, but we're in the midst of it right now. So for everybody who... Shit, we in the midst of a third party coming up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're in the midst of it right now, like where parties and alliances are about to shift. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you're going to see a new party, a way more progressive party, have to form after this because the Biden administration is going to be full of Republicans. So what the shift is going to be is going to... This might be like a super far, far, far right party. Mm-hmm. That's the Republicans, or they won't exist because it's just not enough of them. There's going to be the Democrats who are more so Republicans and moderates. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be another party of progressives who are inclusive of pretty much everybody who wants a significant systemic change. Ergo, the Democratic Socialists of America. You know, whomever. I don't even know which party is going to be. I, I, I don't. I'm betting on them. I'm also be supporting them. So. Right. <laughs> I support whoever is. Whoever's not the lesser of two evil in that dynamic, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the reason why I say they won't always be the lesser of two evils. I think there will be a chance where they will become the only evil or the only relevant evil. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, party switch. They did it before when Lincoln, you know, did his thing. <laughs> Uh, had the sign of Mac, uh, Mac, ugh, why can't I speak to that? Words. Right? Emancipation, po- proclamation, there we go. Just had to <laughs> slow it down. Um, but yeah, when he signed all that and all those racist yeah. white people were mad. <laughs> Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was a Republican. Mm-hmm. And then that shit shifted. The, the Dixiecrats wanted to become, going to turned into Democrats. Mm-hmm. Um, they shifted and switched. They switched, switched parties. And that's that happens a lot. Like, there's political alignments where events, certain political events make parties shift and new parties come about. Like, this two-party system wasn't actually always how it was here yeah, either. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I was watching Hamilton and I was like, well, I learned more through this method than I did in history class. Oh, that music, baby. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what I say about that when it comes to the lesser of two evils. Democrats are, are, are shitty, but they may end up being the evil eventually because mm. you get consumed by evil when all you are is looking at what about isms and gradual incrementalisms. Mm. Because if you're only doing that, you're saying, oh, let's not do too much while the other side is grabbing and taking and mm. taking. Soon you're going to get taken over too. Mm. So that's why you're going to start to see a lot more Republicans being repped in the Democratic Party. I'm, I'm telling you right now. It's happening. Interesting. But yeah. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, so I said true because Republicans are white supremacists. <laughs> and I will never be voting for them. Mm. So Democrats will always be the left, lesser evil than Republicans. So when people are like, well, are you going to vote for Republican? Hell no. But the people I was always voting for ain't shit either. Right. And the fact that I've been taught, because when I was asking about voting, like as I was coming of age, my mom told me you vote for the Democrats because basically Democrats have more color (laughs) than Republicans and Republicans are white supremacists. So if I'm automatically giving my vote to Democrats, they're not doing a single thing to earn my vote. And that's where it's like going into the false aspect. Mm -hmm. I would rather... The Republicans be upfront about who they are so I know who they are versus the liars, the fakes, the no change agents, Mm -hmm. the gaslighters on a front with a cultural 
change, but no actual systemic policy right. changes. Ooh, black face. Democrats. A black face in this position of power. Oh, is any power going to trickle down? Are we going to actually make systemic changes? No? Okay, that's cool. But representation, right? Like, you know, that's worse to me. Because right. you're, you're putting on a oh. front, like, Go I'm ahead. here to help you, but you're actually not. Absolutely. I feel like it's worse when, like, somebody who looks like me stabs me right in the fucking back. Yes. Because I have higher expectations. <laughs> so, the representation of somebody, the person who stabbed me in the back, Kamala. that looks that who looks like me, that's not going to make it better. Like, ooh, I feel represented. A black person stabbed me in the back this time. Obama. That's not going to help me. I'm just saying. <sighs> Don't get me started. <laughs> but yeah. If you're never going to vote for the Republicans, then why aren't you holding Democrats accountable? Right. Are you accepting the reality that they're just going to be A lot shitty? of people do. A lot of people be like, well, that's the way it is. So, right, so that goes in to, <laughs> I'm just going to skip to the next, the, the last question. We're going to reorder this a little bit cool. because it's flowing. So the next question <laughs> is, cool. could we change our entire government structure? Yes or no? You ain't know my answer. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> the fuck? What reason say you? There's nothing that stops us from changing. Do you know the Constitution? You know those things called amendments? There's a reason why they're called amendments. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? You reason why there's a lot of them. There's a reason why they need to be updated. You can change this system because we are the architects of this system when it comes down to it. We are the people in control. We've been, I guess, taught and coached and beaten down into thinking that we're not. Which is the whole plan, but we actually are. So we the people control our government. Right. So they we, are representatives. We just of need us. to take our power back. To exactly. Be and we the people decided all of this shit. Constitution, Declaration mm-hmm. of Independence, Bill of Rights, all of it. We created it and therefore we can change it. Right. All systems that were created can be replaced or dismantled. Those are the rules of systems. So the fact that you sitting here like, well, it is what it is, you have not recognized your power. Right. Now, I'm not saying systems aren't hard to get rid of, but the easiest yeah. way to stay trapped in a system is to... Not be... do a damn thing about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> if we're in a room and the AC is on and there's a... Uh, um, and the AC is like blasting mm-hmm. and you can control that. There's a thermostat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nah, you're, you just in you just there gonna, with your jacket on. Yeah, now nah, you just, you're just going to sit in there and be freezing? Mm-hmm. You're not going to try to change your environment, even though there's tools right in front of you? Just because no. somebody told you, like, nah, that, it don't work. Have you tried it? Nah, it don't work. Have you Things called are just the way they are. man to get it fixed? Right. There's so many <laughs> options. So that's my whole problem is that voting is a option. It's a very important tool exactly. in the toolbox. But if that's all that it is, and you're not even using that right, then you're just kicking the can down the road for the next generation. And then you're going to teach them those same things. Exactly. Like what your mom told you. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, just vote for the Democrats. They're like less than, they're not racist. Yeah. <laughs> well. Hey, they're not white supremacists. They're not overt. <laughs> well, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, let's Facts. talk about it. <laughs> Facts. You know. But yeah, what about you? What do you say? Like, can, can we change this thing? So, yes. And, and one of the things that was infuriating is... People's reason to vote for Biden was because Trump may put into office a racist for the Supreme Court judge. 
Oh, I'm like, no, we wouldn't and, want and, that. And then that's permanent. <laughs> we can't do anything about it. Oh, oh my God. No. And I'm like, you a know, racist in the Supreme Court? Like, we ain't had that before. <laughs> and I'm, again, qualifications, people. If you are racist, you're out. Like, biases be gone, you know? So, Ooh. I would also say to those people, you act like term limits don't exist. You act like we can't change the structure of that. They don't have to be in there forever. Right. Like, Just like how they're talking about packing the courts now. They're like, oh, well, that's breaking norms. Yo, these norms that everybody keeps trying to hold on to, these things do not serve you. You see how the Republicans threw away all the norms when they ain't served them. They said, fuck all the rules. They was like, nigga, <laughs> what? We got a chance at an open seat, nigga, let's go. Mm-hmm. We know what we said last time. We don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They was like, uh, Obama, you cannot fill that seat because you know we're too close to the election. Now we're like 30 days away. Um, well, prior to, we were 30 days away and now we're like, what, 15 days? God yeah, damn. Oh, it's coming shit. On up. <laughs> um, but yeah, 30 days away. Um, damn, RGB, she passed away. Oh no. But, uh, what y'all about to do with that seat though? <laughs> it took them two seconds to contradict themselves. So look, mm-hmm. these systems can be changed. Exactly. These norms can be broken. Mm-hmm. It's just which side is going to use it for what and for what purpose. Right now, that side is using all this shit. They're breaking all the norms. They're changing all the rules and they're doing it so that they can win. So what the fuck are we about to do? Exactly. I would also say something that we can do to change this government structure is make it so that any party that is in office has representation from the people of America. There's no damn reason why the Republican Party is majority white. Now, I will say they be having figureheads to be damned. Mm. But if you have 50% women, if you have 4% LGBTQ, like if you have people within these different factor, factors of America mm-hmm. represented, you will have more of a chance for those voices to be heard. And same thing I would say when it comes to occupations. Because some of these people exactly. have only their, their career politicians. Ooh, yes, yes, career politicians yes. should not exist. No. That should not be a thing. Like you the, are supposed to be a servant to the people uh-huh. and then move on and they be, be a part of the same very like the same structure that you created, you have to live within. Mm-hmm. That bullshit where you're like, all right, well, I'm in Capitol Hill, I'm removed from it. Or I'm in the governor's mansion. They're like, nah, nah fuck that. Mm-hmm. You just put a law in, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you now that you're done with being in office after however long, because of term limits, you know, you have to actually be within the exact same system that you just set up. So if you fucked up your if you fucked up Flint, guess where the fuck you live in? Flint. <laughs> but yes, and I and I like the aspect of having a diversity of um professions. Just because you get different perspectives. Exactly. AOC, bartender, fucking the game exactly. up. Exactly. And also with uh these secretaries. Uh, you should have some knowledge within that department. Why are you the secretary of education and yet... Oh, don't don't get me started on this. Oh, DeVos? Oh, I can't stand her ass. Yeah. Bessie DeVos is... Oh, she is white woman privileged, Karen. Karen. Karen privileged to the umpteenth power. God Private damn. Just, oh, just, okay. can't stand her ass. Anyways. Also, <laughs> there should also be a lot more connection with young people. Right. 
Because we're the fucking future. Exactly. I can't say we no more. I chill. Yeah, exactly. Because again, (laughs) if you're actually trying to advance and improve and grow this country, you should always be focused on the youth because they are this country. Yeah. Come on now. Right? And yes, with the age of the internet, they're a lot more politically involved. And the fact that the fucking planet is being destroyed by you fucking baby boomers. Yes, they are a little concerned about people who will not live to see the day that is affecting them. Yeah, it goes back to that same argument of like these motherfuckers being in office all this time and then not having to deal with the laws that they set up. Exactly. Creating the envir- creating a fucked up environment and then just being like, all right, y'all, I'm out. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. And leaving us to do it. And that being said, that leads me to my last point of regardless of party, you need to care about all of America. Right. Like the fact that the Republican Party can just be in office blatantly just discriminatory towards like several minority groups. <laughs> yeah. It's like, then you're not for all of America. So how the fuck are you in office? Right. And that's like, and then that's how they get in is by the cheating and the suppression and all that other stuff. Because mm-hmm. they know they can't win with ideas. You they alien, have none. You alienated none. half the fucking country. They have none. <laughs> More than half. When you put like women, LGBTQ, mm-hmm. black folk, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Hispanic folk who are with it and understand their yeah, nuances and all that stuff. Are, and, you know, and then Asian and, and then Asians, you going in, oh, China, 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 all that shit. Like, how many motherfucking cultures and mm-hmm. people can you insult? Muslim ban. Like, Muslim. Okay. Oh, come on, bruh. Yeah. So, and it's like, <laughs> the reason they're pitching a hissy fit is because... Uh, the white death rate is higher than the white birth rate. Oh, yeah. And the browning of America is increasing to the point that prior to (laughs) all of this concentration camp they have going on at the border, Mm. uh, Hispanics were due to be the majority population, not majority minority, the majority population population. by 2030. That's 10 years years from now. now. 10. So white people got skirt. Yeah, it should be. They should be. Because well, I mean, the ones that are like still concerned about that, the ones who are like, I don't really care if people are people and I just want to live my life. You know. Do you? I, the, y'all are white people. Are like, the people I, I don't who have to are worry insecure and mediocre and think they will only Those be in power ones. if they oppress them. Yeah, I can't stand them. <laughs> you know. And wake up, people. The world is people of color. In case you didn't realize. I know you try to hide it from us. <laughs> we know now. <laughs> All right, next question and last question of this segment. All right, hit me with it. End of the show. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have a country that focuses on economic gains or focuses on the happiness and well-being of its people? Well, I don't think I even need to say this one. <laughs> say it for the people. Economic gains. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop out doing here. that. <laughs> How these people out here thinking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on now. We need to care about fucking people. Why the fuck do we care about what the GDP is or how high the stock market is if everybody involved within that system is suffering? Mm-hmm. If I told you the stock market is at the highest it will ever be ever, but I told you that the whole country was burning to the ground. I'm, I mean, look at the pandemic. Who, who was bailed out? Who what would was you suffering? Say? I'm just saying. Because that's uh, quite literally what the fuck is going on right now. There are so many people suffering. that, And because maybe I'm a therapist and I um, I know these people mm-hmm. um, on a level 
deeper and more yeah. intimate than others, and I've, I get to hear some of their stories mm-hmm. or the the adjacent stories uh, of those clients that I have. Mm-hmm. It's like those experiences shape the way that I look at things and why I value things differently. Yeah. Um, I think I would still do that even if I wasn't a therapist, but I'm sure that helps mm-hmm. with my perspective on it. So I think a lot of people who are in their bubbles of security, financial security, privilege. safety, privilege, um, that can work from home, that's still getting their checks or, oh, whatever, doing that little bit here and there, or even bossing Ooh, up. I saw one meme that was like, uh, middle class people stayed at home and hid mm-hmm. where working class people brought stuff to them. Exactly. Exactly. Risking their lives every day, being in contact with multiple people mm-hmm. multiple times a week without access to actual testing mm-hmm. or medical treatment. And if they do, guess what? Do they have insurance? No, because they're unemployed. They're doing contract work again. Shit, even if they have insurance. If they do have insurance. Insurance don't do nothing. <laughs> All types of other shit. You they don't even cover shit the for the COVID test. So it's just like that. Like We need to think about it. And that's one of the ideas behind UBI and why I was supporting Andrew Yang yes. and Bernie Sanders. Yes. It's like your life has dignity and value outside of anything else that you do. Like the very fact that you're a member of this society, you should have certain standards of living and dignity provided off the off the jump. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're not able to do that. It ain't able. Well, We the, choose not to. The fact that to. we choose not to do that is a, a very damning reflection of this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think until those things change, that reflection, well, that image of us staring back at us <laughs> is going to keep being as ugly as it is until we change. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's just it. There's nothing Evolve to, or die. Evolve or die, yo. That's it. So that's my thoughts. We could definitely do it. And that's where I would rather be. And that's the thing. People be like, no, we can't. Because I also say... No, we can't. That's what I'm saying, I would right? rather a country that focuses <laughs> on the happiness and well-being of the people. Come um, on, and I often use the examples of other countries doing that. I think I was watching a documentary about happiness. And they were saying, I think, uh, Bhutan? Bhutan? It's B-H-U-T-A-N. They actually, like, that's their measurement. Instead of GDP, they're measuring right. the happiness the way they, of the they, people. That's how you should You know, it. and it's like so many countries are doing that. Look at the Nordic countries, Denmark. Like, mm-hmm. so many countries. Fucking look at New Zealand. New Zealand is doing well with their leadership. Shout out to their prime minister. Mm-hmm. She is holding down the damn thing. I think one by landslide for the, for the new yeah, election. She handled COVID like nothing. <laughs> and the the mass uh, how the many mass they have like maybe like two or three I don't know they're I don't know if they well. had a lot they're doing well and they have a large uh, LGBTQ representation in the parliament I just heard hmm. um but anyways these countries that are focusing on their happiness think about it if people are happier if people are healthier wouldn't they be more productive makes sense to me cause they actually have the energy to give. They have the stability to focus. It could all be so simple. <sighs> this country has been focused on money for a very long time. From the jump. And depression and anxiety has skyrocketed. Deaths of despair, deaths from substance abuse, suicide, they're all skyrocketing right now. Mm hmm. 
<laughs> it's bad. And it's it's because we don't we don't focus on the happiness and well being of our people. That's why I'm loving seeing the shift towards health and wellness, towards people going to therapy and seeking out healing. And it's a worldwide shift. Shout out to my black vegans. The population yes. turning vegan most is actually black folk. Really? Yes. Okay, shout out. Shout out to us trying to get healthy. Yes. Taking us back to our roots because actually we were originally very healthy people. You know. Who loved our fruits and vegetables. Exactly. And then, you know, soul food came about through slavery. Mm-hmm. The whole other story. However, know. we were still doing our own gardening Right, we used to be, you already know, we used to, this land, we learned from some of the indigenous mm-hmm. here, and we brought some of our own practices, oh, we was on point, yes. you know what I mean? Maybe it's our beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes episode. Check, Check that, that out. out. <laughs> it's such a good episode. Um, was it in that episode that we were talking about the similarities between the food in like Native yeah, America versus, okay, versus um the food in Africa and how we made it, made do? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, (sighs) learn from this election season, y'all learn. Yeah. Also learn how the democratic party didn't give a shit about any of its people and said, we don't want Bernie because he would change the entire system and we benefit from the system. Yeah. It was pretty obvious that they didn't want him because he would make change. Exactly. The changes that we would actually need, you know, benefit all. (laughs) I'm just saying. All right, good people. Thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl, Rocky. And your boy, Oso. Take care of you. All right, y'all. Peace. And love. We out. (laughs) Love y'all, man. (laughs) Good episode.